At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line. We get it going. Halloween, a Friday for most of you. I'm guessing a lot of you dressed up for work today, showed some spirit. We'll be here Saturday and Sunday on the Lombardi Line, as we are all year on Saturdays and Sundays on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, most of you, if you're just joining us, you should know that we love some Philadelphia soul on this show. We love a little Hall & Oates. And uh, this is a little segment we, we pick out the plays that Michael wants to stay away from. We call those John Oates plays. I can't go for that. No can do. <laughs> and we're going to start with the one that we've been discussing. That's the Bengals laying 10 and a half on the road at the Jets. That's one you're going to stay away from. Yeah, because I think when you look at this, it's easy to say, well, let's take the Bengals. You know, let's just take the Bengals and lay the points. The Jets are horrible. The Jets have a backup quarterback. And then it's easy to say also, conversely, well, you know, the Jets can't be as bad as they were last week. They're embarrassed. They'll bounce back. Well, I don't trust Mike LaFleur to bounce back. I don't trust Robert Salai to bounce back. I don't trust their injury report to bounce back. But I also don't want to play the Bengals. I, I really don't want to play the Bengals on the road. You know, this is the first time since 82 that they've been the road team favored by double digits. I mean, that's that's significant. And I don't trust Zach Taylor enough to believe that he can handle this success. The success is, to me, which is the most difficult challenge any head coach has when a team that's never been successful has to become successful. How do you handle that? How do you keep their focus? Contentment kills most organizations. And if you're content because you beat Baltimore the next week you lay down, I think this is a really hard game for Zach Taylor to coach. I think that's why I put it in no can do Johnny Oates play. That's a John Oates play. No can do. No can, no, no can, can do. All right, so next one up, and I, I'm curious to get your take on this one as well. So the Lions are hosting the Eagles. Here comes your boys, Philly, and open yeah. three. It's up to three and a half with Philly and Detroit. Yeah. You can't do this. There's no can do. Uh, there's no side I like in this game. I don't trust the Lions. You know, I know they played hard, but the Lions are the definition of what I call a 50-minute team. They'll For 50 minutes, they look like they're going to cover for you. And in the last 10 minutes, all hell breaks loose. Now, I know they covered last week against the Rams. I have this game as a 2.75 game, actually a lot closer than most people would think it would be, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and so that would tell me that since I'm getting three and a half with Detroit as the home, I should take the home dog. You're not going to get me to pencil in Detroit at home. 
Jared Goff, the offensive line. I don't know all those things. But I will say this. Philly's not very good either. I mean, Philly has not played very good. Now, Philly has that mentality here in town. Would you just listen to the local broadcast and get the feel out of the – this is going to be an easy game. We'll win 37-10 to 10 and we'll get out of there because we're, we're the Eagles, you know. I don't think that's the case. I think this is hard, a hard game to handicap because they're two bad teams. You want to lean towards Philly because you think they're not as bad as Detroit, but they're closer than you think. No can do. That's a John Oates play. No can do. Um, yeah, instead of listening to lo- – unless Michael's on WIP – Instead of listening to local sports talk, we encourage you to listen to Veasan first and then Hall and Oates second here on this show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the uh, Seahawks, uh, Jags. So obviously, Geno still under center here uh, for the Seahawks. This is a number right now, three open, up the three and a half with Jacksonville up in Seattle. You can't go for this one. Why? Well, because first of all, most betters, the novice betters, are going to sit there and say the Seattle's not going to lose their four straight home game, right? And Jacksonville's not very good. Okay, that's easy to say. But my numbers for Seattle are completely wrong because my numbers are all based on Russell Wilson, right? My numbers are based on Russell Wilson. They're not necessarily based on on what's happened over the last three weeks. You know, you've got to you accumulate. You have accumulation of your numbers. You know, and, and, you know, the last three weeks they've gotten 309 yards of offense. They only got 219 yards of offense versus the, 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 uh, the, 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 the New Orleans Saints. I mean, they were dominated. They couldn't do anything. They played their best game by far, their best game by far off defensively and still couldn't win at home. And so they're playing against a team that has two coaches on their coaching staff, both fired by Seattle, Darrell Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer. They know Pete as well as anybody. They've been in meetings with him. They've been around him. They understand it. they got a quarterback who can throw the football effectively. They've got a couple receivers that can make some plays. I mean, it looks, and Jacksonville's coming off a bye. Now, we've seen teams coming off a bye haven't played very well. And how Urban Meyer handles the bye. Seattle has a bye going after this game. So there's a lot of things I like about Seattle. Oh, they're not going to lose four home. You know, they're playing against a Jacksonville defense. They should be able to run the football. But then I start thinking of the other side, and my numbers give me no direction. That means it's a no-can do. That's a John Oates play. And please, at this time, no jokes about how Urban Meyer handles the bye week. We, we don't have time for jokes about what he does with his free time, okay? <laughs> Just please. I'm I, sure he'll be in Columbus, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, whether he flies, will he fly home from Seattle? I don't know. I can't predict that. He may just decide to take a flight home and go to Columbus to start his bye week earlier. We know now, when, he doesn't have the bye week. He doesn't have Seattle has the bye week. We know when he, we, we, we know when Urban sees his team. No, uh, Urban's ahead. coming off a bye. He's coming off That's a right. bye. And when Urban sees his players on a plane, he says, I can't go for that. No can do. See you guys later. (laughs) Deuces. Um, Look, I I think Jacksonville has gotten better. I mean, they've got 454 yards against a a Titans team. You know, they moved the football effectively against the Titans. It wasn't a close game. It was junk yards. And, And they beat Miami. They had almost 400 yards. They had Miami beat. I know they kicked a long field goal to win the game, but that was a good game. They go back. They played Seattle, Cincinnati as well as you can play Cincinnati. They threw the ball against a good defense. Now, the problem is Jacksonville's defense in four of their games this season, four of their six games have given up over 400 yards. They don't play any defense. And here's what makes it even worse. They've only given, they only created two turnovers. And let's be fair about Jacksonville. The quarterback's starting to throw those, show those prodigious flashes. He's a prodigy, and he's going to save a franchise. He, he can he save is. a franchise. He's playing great. And the, and the weather is going to be perfect. So it's not going to be, it's not going to be a I don't want to step on your toes. Thank you. But it's not going to, weather is not going to have any impact on this game. And you love Lawrence. I love, I've loved Lawrence all along. Yeah, I've been he, a Lawrence guy incredible. since the first time I saw him. It was love at first sight. I mean, <laughs> I saw this kid and was like, whoa. It's a little bit like the, the kid at Florida, love at first sight. Yeah. Like I saw that kid. I really didn't study him until the LSU game. Richardson, right? I mean, yep. like that kid to me was like, wow. Stood out to you. Yeah, it's wow. They better not jerk around. They better start Anthony Richardson this weekend. I'm sure they will. Anyway, uh, Bron- yeah. and we'll talk about that tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line with the College Football Saturday in the slate. Next up, 
can't go for that. No can do. Broncos and the Washington football team. Right now, Denver, of course, hosting Washington. Denver's 1-2 and two at home this year, so the home field hasn't really yeah. played. Uh, but Washington coming to town, three-and-a-half opener. It's now sitting three everywhere, but you're going you're gonna to lay off. Yeah, I, I don't want any parts of this game. I don't trust either team. If you said to me, I mean, besides the Eagles, that I mean, I don't trust Denver at all. They had three wins. They won the Sinatra Open, beating New York, New York. You know, they beat Jacksonville, and they can't beat anybody else. And Washington... To me, you can sit there and say, well, you know, they're resi- you know they, they play hard. You, you know, they, they got a 13 to 10 lead against the Chiefs at halftime. You know, they're right there. Really? They gave up 500 yards in that game. You know, and even though they forced three turnovers, they still couldn't. They got beat by a, a zillion points. So, you know, I, I don't have any faith in Washington defensively with Judy coming back. And, and having their offensive line maybe perhaps a little healthier in Denver because they've had some rest since the Thursday night game. Denver playing the bye. Washington's going on a bye next week. You know, are they going to have their minds on the bye? Because the season has been a disaster. Let's be real honest. I mean, you talk about a defense that can't slow anybody down, particularly on third down, the most critical down in all of football. They can't stop anybody. You know, think about this. Their third down offense is 25th. Only, only their third down defense is thirty second. I wow. can't go for this game, Patrick. That's a John Oates play. No can do. The question about Denver moving forward, you got it, and I know you like him, but Fangio's got to go right after this season. Elway's got to believe he has a roster that, given a couple, obviously quarterback situation, but given a couple tweaks, feels like he can win something. Feels like Fangio on a way out. Where are you with this team overall right now? Well, I mean, they need a quarterback. I mean, Vic doesn't have a quarterback. Fair. And, you know, defensively, I think it's been really – they haven't played well defensively the last four weeks. I mean, they have had a hard – where they thought they were going to be strong and I thought they were going to be strong was in the secondary. You know, and they've given up over 300 yards in two of the last four games. They've only forced one turnover in one game over the last four games. You know, and teams have moved the ball really easily on them. Really easily on them, including Pittsburgh, which Pittsburgh moved the ball. Pittsburgh had 240. Big Ben had 244 yards passing against them. I mean, think about that. Hmm. I mean, you know, and they couldn't stop Cleveland's running game. Cleveland had almost as many yards rushing as they did passing in that game. So for me, I don't trust Denver, the strength of their team defensively. But like, like hypothetically, put Aaron Rodgers on Denver's team. What do you think they are? Super Bowl contender. Exactly right. So it's, it's interesting how he... I think to me it's really important. It's really important us as betters in a betting network. You've got to have John Oates plays in your in your week. You just got to have games you're going to eliminate. Yeah. And some people eliminate the national television. You got to eliminate games because you're you're going to make a mistake if you try to handicap all 14, 15, 16 games based on the buys. It's a bloated board. Streamline the board. Your John Oates plays this week from Michael Lombardi. Bengals, Jets. Lions, Eagles, Seahawks, Jags, Broncos, and the Washington football team. Can't go for that. No can do. You throw those out, it makes the rest of the capping very much easier. Yeah, and, and you might and you might say, look, I got this right or that. No, it's okay. You, you avoided a mistake, and that's the most important thing. Sometimes the plays you don't make are the best plays. Just uh, keep that in that's mind. That's right. We that's continue. exactly right. I got a game in specific I want to ask Michael about when we come back here. Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. (laughs) 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on p featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, and we can bring Michael in for this read as well, because I know he's excited about it. We're all excited about it here at VSIN. We have some great news for our Colorado-based VSIN fans. So we partnered with Altitude Sports Radio, Michael, and starting on Monday, all of your favorite VSIN shows, essentially the whole lineup, including this one, the Lombardi Line, can be heard live on Altitude Radio, 9.50 a.m. in Denver. Essentially, we're taking over 9.50 a.m. in Denver, Michael. This is huge. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I think it's awesome for us. It's great for Visa, and it's also great for the Colorado audience, which has betting, and I think people strive to get this information so that they can make more uh, comprehensive, more intelligent bets, and, and all the programming on all our shows give you that opportunity to kind of lead you in the right direction. Look, no one's going to go just based on what I think or what you think or what Matt Humans thinks, but everyone on this programming offers some advice that can help you. Yeah, we're super excited to be with you there in Denver. You know what? Here's our pledge. Altitude 950 AM there where VSIN is going to take over. You're going to love it. We're going to be with you. We're going to ride with you until you get a quarterback. It starts November 1st, so make sure you check us out. Super excited. Well, you know, November 2nd is the trade deadline. That's so, you true. Know, you never know. I mean, we could be talking about know. Deshaun Watson. They're hanging out. We could be talking about Tua going to Denver. We could be talking. I mean, look, we haven't talked about this at all, but I mean, you know, Tyrod Taylor, I thought John McClain reported this morning that unless he slipped in the shower, he was going to play this weekend. And David Culley announced that he was not playing in the game against the Rams, which I haven't paid attention. I don't know if they've done anything to the line since that announcement came out. But, you know, to me, I think there's real issues in two locker rooms. I really do. I think there's issues in two locker rooms as we get ready to get play these games this weekend. And I think one of the issues is in Miami because no matter how much Brian Flores says Tua's our guy, everybody knows Tua's getting traded. And if they can get their hands on Watson, they're going to take Watson. And then I think Houston, all their players down there are wondering, what the hell's going on? Like, what are we doing? We just gave away Mark Ingram for a seventh-round pick in 2024. Like, are we not trying to win? Like, what are we doing? We're tearing it all down. Like, that's a hard locker room to walk into. And David Culley has a real challenge because he's playing against a team that, in all honesty, didn't play very well last week. You know, they won the game, but they didn't play very well. The defense was embarrassed. I mean, Detroit moved the ball at will on them. They made the play in the end zone. I think this is a different game. I thought this line, I had this line as 13.68 going into the weekend, you know, and the line's 14 and a half. There's no way I'm playing Houston. There's no way I would recommend Houston. But with the news of Taylor out, which is what I think the line was, now it's up to 15 and a half. I'll, I'll answer your questions. Uh, first one, you nailed it. Yesterday we sat here. It was 14. It's up to 15 at a couple of books with the news of Tyrod Taylor not playing. We got 15 and a half as our official number here at VSIN. And then secondly, great point. You can take us inside the locker room with this one. When Ingram was dished to New Orleans. Brandon Cooks immediately went on Twitter and said, what's up with this S? These are professionals. These are competitive dudes innately. They want to win, right. and it, 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 you can tell from the Cooks tweet feels like the organization's given up on the team. That has to play into the handicapping here. I think there's no doubt. 
I think there's no doubt it plays into the handicapping of the team. I think there's no way that locker room can feel good about it. I mean, you cut Andre Roberts, who give you somebody in a return game. You know, you traded Randall Cobb for basically nothing. You're paying his salary to, so he can go to Green Bay. I mean, Nick Cesario is tearing this thing down. You're going to get rid of Deshaun. The, the I mean, it's an expansion team at this point. I was defending them back in, in, in July and August because I, you looked at their team and all the players he signed, and you said, well, they're not that bad. You know, they have some skill. They've got some really good players on the team. But now when you look at their team, you say, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no hope here. This is, this, this is what makes this Indy-Tennessee game so important because there's no competition from the other two teams. If Tennessee wins this, they're going to walk to the, they're going to walk to the south. You know, but let's just put let's stay on Houston for a moment. You know, Tunzel's out; he's on IR. So Sharpling's the left tackle. You know, they, they're not very good up front in the offensive line. Uh, you know, defensively they haven't been very. You know, they play hard. I get you all that stuff, but they're just not talented. They can't cover. This is going to be a really challenging game for them, and and this is why this line keeps creeping up. And when he announced today that Tyrod, who's on IR, they have to activate him on the team. You know, they just can't make it a game-time decision, you know, that he's not playing. So I think that's why we see that line. That line was set based on feeling that that he was going to play. Yeah, it was. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but there's nothing a coach like McVay loves more than a sloppy win last week to, to refocus, reconsert yeah. the team, and then here we go. Don't You know, they win the game. But they played, didn't play great against Detroit, so that's a refocus for a coach. Right, and so if you're in the Circa or the Westgate contest, the reason you can't play the Thursday game is because you have to have all your picks in early. And because of what's happened today, it really doesn't justify turning those picks in early. We, now we know Tyrod Taylor's not going to play. Well, that line in the contest, as I look at it here, uh, that's 14 and a half. So that line, you know, you're going to get a point and a half better on that line than it's already out there in the public right now. Mm-hmm. And I bet that line gets to 16, maybe 17, right? Now we also know the Dallas line has flopped. It's gone from minus one in the contest. Minnesota's getting Minnesota's getting a Minnesota's getting a point and a half, and now out in the public, Minnesota's laying three. So those are two games that I highly I, I feel like most. Of the of the betters in this in the pool will take because just of the way the things have have happened in the last 24 hours, which is why we you have to wait till the last minute. You know you've got to wait to it. If you played the Rams early, which a lot of people pin the the, the the one of the books offshore opened it at 14 and a half, it went right to 15 immediately, then it came back down to 14 and a half. So people were betting that game early, but now. I think it's a dangerous play. Yeah, we're sitting here yesterday, 14, 14 and a half with the Rams laying it on the road. Michael mentioned, no Tyrod Taylor, we're up to 16, 15 and a half at most books. That's a big number. Speaking of big numbers, let's go to the other. Yeah, you know, one more thing, yeah, though, Patrick. I would say this, you know, the tickets, we, and, and please, you know, sign up to VSIN, get point spread weekly. You can see the ticket count. It's important. Don't let it guide your decisions, but let it, let it give you more information to process. This is not a, a, again, this will not be up until the point. This wasn't a, a, a Josh Applebaum hazmat play. There's 38% of the money that's in on the Texans because I think 38% of that money anticipated Tyrod Taylor to play. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. And I like to say every number has a story. Those splits just kind of help you. It's part of the story. It's not the full story, but we, yeah, it is. we help it you is. tell the story over at vcin.com. So, um, a similar number. We've got 14 in Buffalo. Now, you mentioned the situation with yeah. Flores constantly just backing to it, which is never never ends well. But open 13 and a half offshore, up to 14 with Buffalo Lane hosting a terribly disappointing Dolphins team. Yeah, and I mean, Miami, look at, and you look at Miami's injury report going into this game, and, and I don't know if either corner is going to play. You know, they were limited in practice this week. Parker's up for trade. I think if Miami loses this game, I think they tear everything down and start all over. And they'll, and you could get Parker. You could probably get Byron Jones if you wanted. He was limited in practice with an Achilles. Xavier Howard's limited with, an, with his shoulder. You know, this was based on yesterday's practice. So they're kind of beat up, right? And so now they're going up to Buffalo. They lost 35 to nothing. They got embarrassed in that game. You know, the last time they played them, Tua got hurt. He got sacked early in the game. 
But let's put things in perspective. Yes, two has played really well the last two weeks, right? You know, they've had over 400 yards of offense the last, but they played Jacksonville and Atlanta, two of the worst defenses in football, two of the worst pass secondaries in football. Now they're going to play Buffalo, which understands how to attack their protections. And I think that locker room, you know, it's been reported there's a lot of disconnect with Flores. I think the uncertainty around their starting quarterback and the, and the lack of true support, I think it's created some problems within there. And I think Buffalo, Sean McDermott's 4-0 off a of bye. He plays very well coming off a of bye. I think his team will be ready to play. The hell is going on with the Dolphins in every aspect, every level, defensively, offensively? What is Their wrong? offensive line, I mean, look, here's the reality. Bad lines don't travel. Bad lines don't travel. It's hard for them to block. You know, they got beat 45-17 in, in Tampa. They played over in London and lost 23-20. So, you know, they went out to the Raiders. That, that game was over. The only game they've played well on the road was the New England game at 17-16, and New England was able to try. This pass defense for them is really bad. I mean, look, here's what, here are the numbers. The numbers don't lie. You know, their offense ranks 29th overall. Their defense ranks 31. I know that's just total yards and that's meaningless, but it does mean something. They're not very good. They're horrible on third down defense. They're 31st on third down defense. Hmm. Wow. And remember, that was a 35. You know, and, 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 you know, they give up and they give up eight yards per attempt on the passing game. They, they try to play man-to-man. They can't cover anybody. You don't want to play man-to-man against Josh Allen. Because if you play man-to-man and nobody's open, he's going to run for 25 yards. Ten wins last year. Ten wins for this Dolphins no, I know. That is, that's, a precipitous, that's a precipitous drop, man. And they have a lot of guys on their team that aren't there anymore. Very dubious what's happening down in Miami. We'll find out what happens with Tua next. We'll get a market update, including we'll talk about your heat. Your heat and Astros as well, both in action. Josh joins us with a market update. (laughs) You can't deny them at all. We continue on a Friday. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Lombardi Line, we were just talking about every number having a story. Well, part of that story can be told at vsun.com with the betting splits, which is a new feature. Latest betting splits on every game. You can find out which games are seeing the most tickets written, odds, data, and analysis for every game. Start your next sports bet at vsun.com. Check it out now. Michael Lombardi hanging out. Jersey, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the vsun studios here at the South Point. Here comes Josh Applebaum. Of course, you can find the podcast, vsun.com slash podcast, Market Insights, betting across America. He joins us. Hey, Josh, how are you? Hey, hey, Patrick. Hey, Michael. How's it going? Uh, going into the big uh, Halloween weekend here. So exciting times. But I just wanted to mention, guys, you know, one game tonight that caught my eye. Let's go to the American Athletic Conference, Navy and Tulsa. This is inter- interesting because you're looking at kind of a fade the trendy dogs type situation. You look at uh, Navy. Navy is 1-6, but they're 4-3 ATS. And also you look at what their recent performance, what they did last week. They played mighty Cincinnati, number two in the country. Pretty tough here. They were a 28.5 point dog. They end up losing 27-20. So public is looking at Navy, even though with their bad record they hung tough now they're getting 11 points at tulsa and tulsa is three and four on the year three and four ats um tulsa though has won three of their last four and turned it around a little bit here but the public is just saying hey navy they just hung tough with cincy give me those 11 points that line is way too high but guys i'm thinking that maybe tulsa laying the points here that's that would be the play that i would take you have tulsa actually open around minus nine and a half public is all over this trendy dog of navy about two out of three bets are are taking navy in the points yet this line has moved toward tulsa minus nine and a half up to minus 11. So that's telling me that even though you're getting a big majority of bets on Navy, line going to Tulsa, basically an indication here that you're getting some bigger respected wagers, bigger money uh, laying it here with Tulsa. And I think what you're banking on, guys, a couple things. Uh, number one, uh, this is a big rest versus tired matchup. You have Navy on a short week. They played Saturday. Now they got to come back and go on the road uh, tonight. Whereas you're looking at Tulsa, they're coming off a bye. So they're rested, ready to go. When you play that triple option, extra time, and Michael knows this, to get acclimated and get ready to defend that team, I think that could be a big bonus here. Then, of course, if you're going to lay the points with Tulsa, which to me is the sharp play here, um, I think you're banking on a team that's going to score more for you. Both teams are giving up about 32 points a game defensively. They're kind of equal. The difference is on offense. Tulsa's averaging about 25 points a game, Navy only 17. So even though you're getting majority bets on Navy, line's going to Tulsa. I'd be laying it here with Tulsa tonight guys yeah you know the only thing i would say josh is is it's hard to play navy 
and Tulsa's had a hard time playing them in the last eight games. They're six and two against them, and Navy's been able to be five, two, and one against the spread when they've played them. So, and Navy's been able to rush in the head-to-head. Navy's rushed for over 340 yards against them. So, you know, Navy's an interesting team. They're really difficult to play. They're four and one in the last five games against the spread, and and, and Tulsa's three and six straight up over the last nine games. I think it has the ability to go over. I always worry about when a team has to play Navy, particularly you haven't practiced against them. You don't really, you don't know how to, you can't simulate it. You know, you can't really do it. Navy's not been very good. We get that. They're 1-11 straight up the last 12 games, but they do cover. Absolutely. And they don't get penalized. They're top five in penalties, Navy. And you mentioned it was a great performance against Cincinnati the week before SMU, Josh. Uh, I would agree there. 46 and a half. That total has slipped down, I believe, from 48. Two defenses that aren't very good, but the offenses haven't been able to take advantage of it either. So I don't know, 46 and a half. Is, is that, did that open 48, Josh? Yeah, so it dipped down a little bit. I think Michael's right. It kind of feels like an over with some of these offensive here, and really both defenses have given up around 30, 32 a game. But uh, we did see this thing tick down a bit, 48 down to around 46. So definitely some under money coming in. Weather shouldn't be an issue. You know, yesterday you saw a lot of weather, uh, especially that, that late game against with South Florida, you know, coming in here, windy, rainy, giving you that under. But definitely some under money. But, uh, again, I'd lean under. It just worries me with these bad defenses. And, again, kind of a low total in college. Maybe you get a backdoor over there. Okay. Next up, there has been no juice. And I know this hurts Michael because he is a Houston Astros uh, fan. I, there has been no juice for the World Series. It is a split, so we're coming back to Atlanta. One, one and one. Uh, this is Garcia Anderson tonight. Anderson's got to go deep. Uh, it, it, it's just the way the bullpen set up. 107 opener. It looks like Atlanta's getting bet a little bit here, up to 110, 114-ish, Josh. Yeah, you're exactly right, Patrick. And again, on the series price, I think losing Charlie Morton is a huge, huge blow to Atlanta because this is your ace, a guy you were depending on to come back in the series and pitch a couple big games for you. He's now out for the postseason. So if you are looking at the Astros, series price, they're minus 140. They're then plus 130 when they lose game one. They're back to around minus 140. I'd look at the Strohs to win this series at this point. But guys, Patrick, you're totally right. To me, the money line is a coin flip. It opens around minus 110. You've seen a couple cent move here uh, to the Braves, minus 112, minus 113. If you like the Braves, you do have some system matches here to uh, World Series home teams, uh, home favorites in general in the World Series, 60% last decade, favorites this year in the playoffs, 58%, home teams, 67%. So I, I totally get that. You do have about uh, 57% of bets, according to BetMGM, laying it with the Braves. But for all intents and purposes, guys, a coin flip game that really hasn't moved at all, maybe slightly to the Braves. So what I'm looking at is the over in this game, guys. Over eight and a half. It opened at eight and a half, even minus 110. Even some looks were juicing up the under at one point. Now it's completely flipped. If you look at our VEASAN screen, it's 8.5 over minus 115. I see some books even minus 120. So does it get to 9? It's kind of trending in that direction. I'll take a shot on the over. Little juice liability. Uh, BetMGM, 71% of bets over, but almost 80% of money on the over. So maybe kind of both a pro and Joe play here. Uh, and really, uh, Alvarez, he looks like he's going to play left field. He's not a very good left fielder. Your defense goes down a little bit for Houston. And then also, uh, guys, this truest, Paul, uh, truest ballpark in Atlanta, kind of a newer park here. It's been one of the best over stadiums the last few years. This year uh, in the regular season, 41 and 31 to the over, 57%. That was a top five over ballpark. So point flip on the money line. I'll go over here see if we can get nine runs or more. I like the over too, Josh. I really do. I think, you know, when you just look at Houston the last 12 games, they've averaged 6.3 runs per game. And so you got to feel like they're going to keep hitting the ball. And both Anderson, you know, both starting pitchers, Garcia and Anderson, are not exactly the most dominant pitchers in the league. I mean, Anderson pitches better when he's, you know, at, at, uh, at true stadium there. But I, I have a feeling this is going to go over, and especially considering that I think the bullpens are good for both teams, but that middle reliever situations, if these guys don't go long innings like Patrick said earlier, I think it plays to the over. Yeah, totally. Eight and a half, the boys like the over. World Series Game 3 in Atlanta tonight. Josh, one game you wanted to focus on, a divisional game here, Tennessee-Indianapolis. I got an opener of one Tennessee. It's flipped now, Indianapolis laying two and a half. Is that, and in fact, I see a book offshore going to three. Yeah, this is a big move here to Indy, and this is intriguing, guys. Looks like Indy is taking in a lot of respect and money because look at Tennessee. They're 5-2, and two, Indy's 3-4. and four. 
And a lot of these books, I think the look at early was around Colts minus two and a half. But at one point, you had such a big wave of, of Titans money coming in early that it flipped Titans to minus one and a half. I mean, Titans were a one and a half point favorite throughout much of the week early this week. And then you've seen really a, a huge buyback play on the Colts. Colts, after getting uh, you know plus one and a half, now they flipped all the way back to minus two and a half. And Patrick, you're right. It looks like it's going to three here. So I like this spot for Indy. You know, to me, it's just kind of a, a buy low spot on a Colts team that probably should be 4-0 their last four games that uh, lost against Baltimore when they're up big. That was a devastating uh, collapse there late. But they're playing pretty well. And the Titans, I just think it's a good time to maybe bet against them because they're coming off two huge wins. You beat KC. You beat Buffalo. You're a four-point dog, a six-point dog in those matchups. So their value or is, is so overvalued, in my opinion, with the public saying, you know, they rolled over two really good teams. Now you're giving me points at Indy? That seems fishy. Just take the points. Everyone's taking the points here uh, now at this point with Titans, yet the line continues continues to go to Tennessee. Uh, I like Tennessee as a money line play. Minus two and a half might be your best number before it gets to three. But guys, a lot of Colts money coming in, and that's fishy because everyone's leaning Titans here. Well, I, I think that the Colts have played so well. What worries me about this game is they gave up 180 yards the last time they saw Derrick Henry. And, and they've got to be able to play better run defense against him, and they've got to be able to penetrate and knock him off his course and not let him get into the hole as, as a point of entry back. And, look, Tannehill didn't have to do a lot. They turned the ball over three times the last time they played him. I was on the Colts the last time they played him. Remember, the Colts were 0-2 going into that game, you know, and I thought for sure when you watch that tape, when you watch that game, and that was going to be one of those where they really took a last stand and, you know, they couldn't quite do it. They couldn't quite make it. Uh, they, they weren't able to – they got down the red zone. They couldn't make the plays. And they turned it over three times. And Tennessee, who turned it over three times, still won by nine points. So I could see why people all over the Colts. I think this is a lot to do with the Colts playing so well the last four weeks. Yep, great point. Last one to check in on, Josh, the undecidedness as far as quarterback position with Dallas right now. has got Minnesota lane – Three. Yeah, it's a huge move toward the Vikings. Again, that's a perfect example uh, of really, if you jumped on the Vikings early, you're feeling really good right now. Dallas, uh, you know, undefeated ATS could be undefeated. You know, they hung tough with the Bucs on that opener there. But it's all about Zach Prescott. You actually had Dallas open around minus one, minus one and a half. At one point, they got all the way to minus two and a half. This is still one of the most lopsided plays of the week with almost three out of four bets laying with the Cowboys who have been just covering a lot of numbers. And I think the public says, hey, if you keep covering, I'll keep betting you. However, with Dak this issue with uh, the calf strain and he made a comment that if it's not totally up to him it's up to kind of the team so with all this news of Dak being hobbled or will he play will he not play massive movement here to Minnesota I was waiting on Minnesota can I get a plus three before all this Dak stuff now you're, you're not getting any plus money you're not getting any plus points here it's flipped all the way to Minnesota minus three the value might be gone maybe buying low on the plus three could work if Dak plays but guys a ton of money on the Vikings here in their favor with all this Dak question mark Okay, Dirty Water. Have a good weekend. We'll see you on Sunday, okay? Can't wait, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, happy Thanks, Halloween Josh. to Josh. Market Insights is the pod. Go check it out right now. Michael just tweeted about this. When we come back, a season-ending injury, big time from last night. We'll report on that and get to more as we continue. It's Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, become a weekend warrior. BetMGM, king of the weekend. It's a free-to-play challenge. So here's the deal. You go to BetMGM, you log into your account, you find the king of the weekend contest in the promo section, and then you pick the six teams you think are going to score the most points from the selected games. So 1000 bucks goes to the top entry each week and if you guess all six right in order you have a chance to win fifty thousand dollars plus there's hundreds of dollars in free bets awarded to players who come close to the perfect score it's very simple it's betmgm.com and mgm as far as the app's concerned if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER we get you back here lombardi line a couple of notes michael mayfield has been cleared to start Sunday. We'll get to that in a mm-hmm. second. Uh, Antonio Brown continues to be out for the Bucks. We'll talk about them with New Orleans. And then you just uh, tweeted about this. This is bad, terrible news, terrible for the kid, Robert Tanyan. He yeah. tore, so it's interesting because you could see how tough he was. You saw him trying to get up last night, and it was almost like he was convincing yeah. himself this is not a big deal. And immediately you knew it was a big yeah. deal. Oftentimes ACLs, they feel yeah. like they can stand, they can do whatever, but it's, it's, it's done. He's out for the year, the tight end. It, you know, for me, anytime I watch the player on the field, when he reaches for his knee, uh, that that tells me that something that there's something that it's that it's a torn, because there's an instinct that you feel like you're mm-hmm. bleeding and you want to cover it up. Yeah. And so when you reach for your knee, you feel like something. Oh, I must be bleeding down there. Something I got I got to cut. And really, what you have is an internal cut. And so that's always been a, a telltale sign for me. Denzel Ward, the starting corner for the Browns, he won't play either. Uh, and as Wes Reynolds said earlier in the show, all the Colts seem to be really ha- healthy going into this game, including Brandon Smith, their starting right tackle, who hasn't played pretty much since about week two of the season. So they're, they're going to be as healthy as they could. And then today, Julio Jones wasn't spotted at practice. What does that mean? I don't know. You know, but the tech that the Titans injury list is fairly extensive. They always give a lot of players some rest, you know, and uh, I think this will be a, a huge challenge for them going into a hostile environment. One thing about the Colts now, the Colts have of the last four games, the Colts have won three against the Titans. They've been able to play them fairly well. And now that they have a quarter, now their quarterbacks playing with some confidence. We shall see. I, I, I'm not going to believe the Titans are great on defense in spite of the fact that they held the, the Chiefs to three points. Like, I'm not ready to go down that road yet. And you and I discussed this in the offseason. If you could chart it, the way the Colts have dealt with adversity, COVID, injuries, yep. it's all starting to straighten out now. And, frankly, the quarterback's yep. playing great. <laughs> right, and he's and Frank, and Frank uh, Reich is coaching great. I mean, he's got, he's got the team's attention. They're getting better every week. I mean, this is what we look for as an executive and should, should as betters. Are the teams getting better? Hmm. Do you see improvement? Are you seeing it on the tape? It, it, you know, can you see the team making progress? You know, I can't see it in Houston. I can't see it at the Jets. I'm having a hard time seeing it. I see it a little bit in Jacksonville, frankly, offensively particularly. You know, you can see when you watch their tape, they are getting better. You know, and then there's some teams like Washington that I just don't ever get the sense that the details to win are always covered. You know, you watch their games, it's sloppy, things don't go their way, you worry, you know, and so, like, look, New England the last four weeks, they have gotten better. The Chargers get better every week. Those are the kind of things you look for because all our numbers are based on seven weeks of the season. But essentially, it's really when you're predicting these games and handicapping these games, they're based on the last three weeks and the matchups, the coaching matchups particularly. 
By the way, if you want to bet that number, better bet it now because that two and a half's juiced up with Indy. It looks like it's headed to three. It's going to go to three, yeah. Yeah, it's going to go to three. No doubt. Everybody's you know, juiced. Look, I mean, we're seeing it. You know, the game we haven't talked about all day, and we're going to hit it obviously hard on Sunday, is, is, the, is the Chargers-New England game. You know, and I had that game on Monday or Tuesday when I ran my numbers. That I had it at 3.31. The contest has it as five. And now I think it's down to four and a half, and it's trending the other way. I felt like when that number came out, I felt like it was going to close come Sunday at three and a half. I just felt like there's a perception about the Chargers. There's a perception about New England. But then when you really study the numbers, this is kind of two teams that are pretty similar. They're, they're different in style, but they're similar in their numbers. And to me, five was too many points. You know the other game that's too many points? Hmm. Is, the, is the New Orleans game. I was just going to ask you about I, and, that game. And look, I, I know, I know, you know, nobody wants to bet Jameis Winston. Nobody wants to do it. But if you go back and watch... If you go back and watch the the, the game when Drew, Drew Brees, the, his last game as a New Orleans Saints was really bad. It was really bad. You know, they turned the ball over three times, and Brees is his fault for all of, most of them. I mean, not the Jared Cook fumble, but he made some bad decisions in that game. They couldn't get the ball in the red zone. They had two opportunities off of two great punt returns to get the ball in the end zone. What, what struck me rewatching that game yesterday was how well the Saints were able to run the ball against them. The Saints had dominated the Bucks in the two prior games, 38-3 to on their own turf. They put pressure on Brady. They covered man-to-man. I have a feeling that, to me, I have this as basically a pick em game. Really do. Both teams are very similar in their numbers. You're getting five with New Orleans. And I don't think it's moving. Do you, Pat? I haven't seen any movement in this game at all. Oh, it opened at four. Now it's four and a half. It's been moving between four and four and a half. And in the contest, let me see in the contest. Yeah, I got, ta- I got Tampa four and a half five. right now. It's five in the contest? But five in the contest. So the two see, games. I, the reason I cite the contest numbers is because Circa puts them out on Thursday, and they put them out based on where they think it's going to go. You know, it's, they, they have to have a little leeway in it. Like they have the, they have the, the Colts at two and a half favorite, you know? They have to have a have little to, leeway in it because they have, they, to, know. they have to grab a number, project the number, stick with the number, and then pray by Sunday that you know. It's, it only makes sense, right? It yeah. only makes sense that they do that. In the two games, Michael's referencing Tampa Bay at New Orleans, as he mentioned, open New Orleans four on the road. Up, excuse me, Tampa Bay up to four and a half, and a similar number, New England at the Chargers, as Michael mentioned. The Chargers open six; it's down to four and a half. Actually, I see a couple popping four. So Circa went to four on the Chargers. I like see that. a lot of fours there, too. And it, and it opened at six, you know, and it got bet right away. It got bet right away, and it went down to five and a half. It got hit yep. hard right away. Off that key number. You know, and off that key number. And, look, I, I, I think it's, you know, New England went out there last year and dominated them and embarrassed them. But I do think that this is going to be a close game. I think this is a field goal game. And I think as that number extends itself – you know, they've got to do a good job blocking Joey Bosa, that's no doubt. But they can run the football on this team, and they've got to eliminate. The one thing I think when you play the Chargers, and Herbert's great, but I think after seven games, six games now, the sense of the Chargers is this. You've got to take Mike Williams out of the game. You can't let him beat you over the top. Let Keenan Allen have five, six, seven catches. As long as they're under 12 yards a catch, we can live with that. But Eckler might be hurt in this game, too. He's on the injury report. I like the spot for the Patriots. I mentioned Cleveland and Baker. Baker cleared to play. That number open three has been bet up to three and a half with Ben in Pittsburgh in town, Michael. Yeah, just on Eckler, he has a bad hip. He did not practice yesterday. Nope, he did not. You know, look, I, 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 everything tells me we should take Pittsburgh in this game. Close, divisional. I, do you trust Ben? I don't. I don't either. Now, I think, I think Cleveland will play good. I think Pittsburgh will play good run defense against Cleveland. I really do. And Cleveland is beat up now. I mean, Peoples-Jones didn't practice. You know, I mean, Nick Chubb is going to play, they think. Kareem Hunt's not going to play. So there's a lot going back and forth. I think they could put – now, the tackles for Cleveland are back, which is big, right? they got to have yep. those tackles back. But if I felt better about Ben throwing the ball – making plays in the passing game, you know, having a game like he did against Seattle. 
I, I would jump all over the three and a half. My numbers for this game, Patrick, is, you know, I have this as a, a 3.31 game. I do trust Tomlin. I especially trust him as a dog. He's 25-9 and two ATS their last 36 games as a dog. It's, it's the Steelers. You know what will always stand out to us this year? The Steelers in Buffalo winning that game straight up. And all of a sudden, Buffalo's yeah. the top of everybody. It, it's just that's what they do. But they play hard, and they were embarrassed last year. I mean, they were embarrassed last year by a divisional rival. And you know they're going to come with some – the problem is do they – what I'm concerned with is do they have enough in their gun? Do they have enough ammunition to handle this? Can they throw the football effectively in this game? That's what worries me the most. I wanted to ask you, what did you think of Tomlin's response to the USC rumors? I thought it was great. I mean, he's, he's just, the best. You know, he's so good in front of a mic. He is. He he's commanding, is isn't he? He's, he commands the room. He has got the definition of leadership is right there with Mike Tomlin. There's no better leader of men than Mike Tomlin. There really isn't. Just a sure of himself. The pacing, the command. He's just a, he's an impressive human being, man. Um, hey, he really is. Tomorrow, guess what? Sparty party. Yes, sir. Seven and zero Michigan. Yeah, Seven and zero Michigan. We got Carl Johnson. Carl Johnson. We might have to. We might have to have Carl Johnson for two blocks tomorrow. I mean, okay. You know, one block of Carl Johnson isn't enough. I Absolutely. think we probably should double dip on, especially at Halloween. Carl, more Carl Johnson, the better. Absolutely, Michael. Enjoy your Friday. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Patrick. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you to everybody behind the glass. Odds on with Mike and Amal coming up next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote we are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.